0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm in my mold, ready to transform. You in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we been defying. Rising. What's the cost to be the boss Breaking down the walls We all lean once the coin guitars Got the kind of action Never acting Don't need to scramble To get traction We make it happen From three fours to four three to The founder it. of Slapdick Podcast Slapdick uh, Whiskey Slapdick Cigars And the author of uh, Hit Me Now Love Me Later Ladies and gentlemen Coach Jason Brown
2: Straight no Chaser Real raw and uncut Coach
1: Every time you come on I laugh I learn something And then I fear That somebody's going to be Incredibly pissed off with what you said.
2: All around hustler. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have.
3: There's legend.
2: The <laughs>
1: hey,
3: me now. Love me later, like my book said.
1: This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hell, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey is good. So right. are the Stogies. Got some real talk, real good flavor
3: on these things, and the burn is excellent.
4: Beautiful burn. Okay.
3: Yes, sir. Slap dick whiskey, slap sixty
2: yards. Be true to yourself, and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. I said, "Let's call it the Slap dick Podcast." The Slap dick Podcast, indeed. I appreciate everybody coming in here on this Fearless Friday Slap dick Podcast, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's March Madness. We're in the full swing. Day two. Round of upsets, 12s verse 5s, 13s verse 4s, we got it all. Happy Friday to everybody, ladies in the house, um, special guest, Sarah Blake on today. Um, Big on social media, big in the world of everything popular and unpopular of opinion, I uh, appreciate everybody coming in on YouTube, joining. It'll be a lit show today. appreciate the ladies coming in, uh, especially with a lady guest coming on. So maybe one of you can call in, have some questions um, for her later on today. Um, please come on in, and inv- you're invited to speak to us live. So I appreciate everybody on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. Uh, We got a good show in store for you, man, on this Fearless Friday. You know me. I'm going to be fearless as fuck. I'm not going to take no uh, prisoners. Uh, Make sure you go on over to betonline.ag. We're in the full swing of March Madness. NBA playoffs right around the corner. Um, Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Let everybody know the slapdick himself sent you. And uh, here on this Fearless Friday, you know... You can get 50% off welcome bonus if you use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, on betonline.ag. Head on over to coachjbstore.com, get you some gear. I got some new gear, obviously, the hoodies, the um, the whiskey, of course, my slapdick whiskey, which is straight fire. Uh, everybody that's had it knows the real deal on that. You can get you some whiskey. You can also get you a book, a poster, and any short sleeve or long sleeve hoodie with a number of quotes on the back. So make sure you head on over to CoachJBStore.com and even the women can get some sleepwear. Booty short and tanks. Tank tops will be coming out very shortly. Uh, So anyway, I appreciate you guys joining in today for this Fearless Friday. Got a lot to discuss here. We got about 29 minutes before Sarah comes on. And she'll have about 30 minutes with us. Um, so appreciate everybody joining in today. It's going to be a lit show. It's going to be a real one. It's going to be a real one. Um, and we're going to get it going. Um anyway appreciate Jimmy coming a member make sure uh, you guys become a member hit the like button subscribe become a member the best dollar 99 you can spend um, we got some Usos in the house we got a Brazilian female Monique in the house straight out of Brazil we got some Usos in the house Polynesia life we got it all in here man this is the most diverse fucking community on YouTube. And the realest. So make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, We got it all, man. We got it all. We got a lot to discuss, man. Before I get to that, though, I'm going to get you the quote of the day. Get you started. Another JB special quote. Um, Got a good Contrary to Belief segment. Quote of the day to get you guys on this Fearless Friday. Expose yourself to your deepest fear. After that, fear has absolutely no power. Just remember that. Expose yourself to your deepest fears. After that, fear has absolutely no power. People need to understand that shit, man. Instead of walking away from your fears, attack it in the face of it. Go hit that motherfucker in the mouth. And you'll be surprised how that shit falters. You'll, see, you'll be surprised how fear runs from your ass. Go hit it in the mouth, and uh, hey man, expose that shit. Your deepest fears, man. Get rid of that shit. they won't have anything over you. Hey man, this is the thing. I don't fear shit no more. As I hit, as I hit a certain age, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't fear shit. I'm just being honest. Um, I fear no man. It is what it is, dog. If you get your ass beat or killed or whatever, it is what it is, dog. What are you going to do? I just believe that the universe has a way of working itself out. So it is what it is. But expose yourself to your deepest fear. After that, fear has absolutely no power. Great Fearless Friday show here. Um, we're going to go right into the Contrary to Belief segment. You know where Coach JB, I fucking teach English class in this bitch. I teach fucking English one one to these motherfuckers. And this whole week, this is the fifth day of the week. We got Merciless Monday, Talk That Talk Tuesday, Work Boot Wednesday, where I put my hard hat on and Work Boots. Get you over the hump. Thirsty Thursday. Which we talk to thirsty motherfuckers all day. Talk about the thirst in them and, with, and they, how they lack hunger, but they are so thirsty. Just to hate on you on social media. They're thirsty for attention, likes and retweets. These motherfuckers are the epitome of bottom feeders. And then we got today. Fearless fucking Friday. Get you guys into the weekend so you can have the greatest weekend of all weekends. It's a great day to have a great fucking day. I got Sarah coming on today. Speak the realness. She's going to teach you guys and show you guys how the fuck to be unpopular. And don't give a fuck. Me and her see eye to eye on a lot of things. And, um... And then I've been talking contrary to belief brought to you by betonline.ag. Contrary to belief segments all week have been white collar versus blue collar. How how words differ, how phrases differ in different neighborhoods and your upbringing. And today I got a good one, man. I got to be honest. Cold versus cool. See, white folks say cool. C-O-O-L. See, I grew up saying cold and I always use a K on my motherfucking cold because I grew up in an all blood neighborhood. So if you know anything about Bloods and Crips, you don't use Cs. Now, I'm not gangbanging or anything on wax here, but I just understand something. Cold, K-O-L-D, just has a fucking harder ring to it. Cool. Hey, guys, that's fucking cool. <laughs> Every white motherfucker in America. Hey, what's up? Cool. Uh, all right, then we grew up saying dope. See, back in the 90s, dope was a huge word. And then everybody used sweets. Hey, it's, that's sweet. That's the surfers and the skaters and the motherfuckers from, like, Ohio and shit. Um, And then when we're talking about ass, all right? Men, when we're talking about ass, we're talking about cheeks versus white guys. They just say ass or butt. You got no butt. (laughs) We say booty, ass. She got a fatty. In the hood, we grew up saying strap. Regarding a pistol, regarding a weapon, of a gun of your choice. We grew up calling it a strap or heat. See, we say heat. White folks say pistol. And, and you know, I I, got to be honest. I grew up saying pistol as well, though. Once we got to a certain age, we also say pistol. But I grew up saying heat or or as he strapped... Uh, Hector, we also used to say cake for ass. When we're when we talking about ass, we talked about cake. Lucy, uh, Monique, what do you guys call ass on a guy? Do you guys even care about ass on a guy? I don't know if that's a thing. Um, but do you guys care? What do you call it? Um, all right, how about fo-show? Fo-show and for-sure. For sure. Hey, guys, it's for-sure. Uh, white folks, for sure. They pronounce the shit out of it. Like, brothers, faux. That's the fucking letter number four. The number, excuse me, not letter, four. Brothers say foe. They say fo show. White folks. Four, five, six, seven. <laughs> Then you got chicken heads. Chicken heads is the hood rat version of being bougie. Okay. I just want to clarify and make sure you guys know what the fuck it means. Chicken heads are the hood version of bougie being something you think you are, but you're really not. You're a chicken head. You're a hood rat who thinks she wears Prada when it's really from the swap meet. And then you got your bougie. People pronounce, spell it different. So I put both spellings on there. Then you got the white folks who, who are bougie. And we actually used to wor- use the word sadiddy. I don't know if you guys use that word. Sadiddy is another word we used to use quite frequently. So I'm dropping a lot of knowledge on you guys um, here today. So I appreciate everybody coming in um, on the YouTube Slapdick podcast. Uh, contrary to Belief, great segment a lot of teaching going on because coaches teach, and you either fucking allow it or you coach it, period. That's just what life is. Poll question for the day. I got to get you guys a poll question. Who's going to have the better season, the Packers or the Raiders? Who's going to have the better season, Packers or the Raiders? Uh, please chime in. Let me know. Um Shout out. I got my little JB, Coach JB glass here. And what's in this glass right here is Slap Dick and Arnold Palmer. It is a go to. It is a new go to. Keith Smiley, I appreciate you becoming a member. This is the go to thing right here. Hey, TJ, you should call in, Slap, and quit being a fa fa. And fucking tell everybody about Juju. So I was coaching TJ at the time. We played Long Beach Poly for the league championship. And Juju was on the team. Biggie. They had quite a squad. A lot of NFL D1 guys. And we lost 6 nothing. And we had the game won. We, lost, we dropped two touchdowns in that game. But we hurt Juju Smith. And basically hurt him and put him out of the game. He was out for a whole hour. Ambulance, paramedics, everybody came. If you're from the hood, it's called ambulance. You don't use the U It's ambulance. We already talked about that word. But we hurt Juju for the whole game. So we had a real shot at beating him. Uh, And the next day, though, he went on. So I grew up with Juju's pops, Josh. uh, He also Uso. The mama's... um, he, they're good family, dog. He good family. He's from Compton. They're from Compton, actually. They went to they went to uh, Poly though. Lombie's Poly, but anyway, he gets hurt, dog. This is the generation we're dealing with. He got hurt for an hour and went to the hospital. The whole deal. I'm telling you, we came out that game. I had our kids so motivated. It was in front of uh, at Vet Stadium, in front of like fifteen thousand for a high school game in Cali. That's a big thing. And we're zero zero going into the fourth quarter. I'm talking big shit to them, their coaches. I'm talking big shit. You know how it is, right? I got the kids w- wired in. We're dialed in. We're ready to go. We're ready to beat this shit. They're like number one team in America. We're Long Beach Cabrillo turning over to West Side, and we hurt Juju. He's out, and uh, Juju's to me. I think he got scared more than hurt, but he got hurt and goes to the hospital. And I'm sitting there like, this motherfucker ain't hurt. He goes to the Ohio State visit the next day. He has to be at Ohio State the next morning. So he flies out for the visit, and there's no issue. All of a sudden, he healed up. (laughs) That's the generation we're in, dog. Uh, I'm just being honest. That's a true story. Ask, Ask TJ. Um. So, yeah, you know, is what it is. Um, Packers have the, re- the, the, the path of least resistance, no question about it. Um, but do they have the tools to win? Because he's still, you know, they go by this divisional record. They still got to go outside the division, play the Rams, the Niners, the fucking Tampa Bay. They're going to have to play some teams on that schedule. Do they have enough weapons for Aaron Rodgers now? And who do they go get? I'm hearing some rumors that they're trying to go get D.J. Metcalf. They're trying to go get Landry. But also now that Cleveland signed Watson, they're going to go try and get um, the same guys. So we're going to see. I don't know if you've seen this fucking video Truckers, I have a love for because my dad was a trucker, and that is kind of our blood life to the, the world and the country of goods. Milk, cold goods, food, whatever it may be, right? This fucking Karen, Mel Karen, has come out. I sent this to Alan a minute ago.
3: This Mel Easy. Karen. keep coming you, around, you, fuck around and find out. Do you feel like Fuck do you, you. Do you represent a group fuck of people you. who don't believe fuck in America? You all.
2: See, I would run that motherfucker straight over. I would have drove straight at his bitch ass. Anyway, I'm not going to show no more. I'm I'm over it. Uh you know, he's another Karen. He's a white Karen. He's just a bitch that is 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 bitching at a fucking trucking the the world is truckers. That's what we got right now. We need our truckers. And we're fucked, dude, if without them. All right, let me get you into this show, man, before uh yeah, he's got a mask on though, Devin. <laughs> Um, Juan Patino I'm just gonna be honest you say a lot of you, you is slap dick
5: pretty why much? you call me slap dick cause my dick slapped me across your face <laughs>
2: <laughs> I say a lot of slap dick shit Derek Carr ain't a top 8 nothing Derek Carr couldn't handle a squirt of piss he is garbage he is horrible he doesn't have the it factor Derek Carr is shitty but don't get me off my topic right now Juan Patino cause you're not even a fucking member and your motherfucking ass should be over here mowing my motherfucking lawn instead of talking that shit. So become a member, motherfucker. Ash, I want to give everybody an update. Ash is Stogie's son. Give it up. <laughs> Ash is Stogie's son. Um, just got word. He is Stogie's son, and I kind of knew it, but... It is a guaranteed, verifiable thing. He is Stogie's son. Um, I finished first fucking place last night on DraftKings. It was hundred thousand dollars to the winner, and I—I was doing a bunch of shit, and I turned. I went over into it, and I looked, and I'm sitting there thinking, holy fuck, it showed me in first place, and it said final. And I'm sitting there like, did I just win 100K? I won. I finished first place. I won $329. You know why? Because I shared first place with 700 motherfuckers, homie. I'm so fucking tired of fucking DraftKings and FanDuel and how they fuck you. Holy shit. Whoever thinks it's okay for William Thomas, a.k.a. Leah Thomas, to race with women and beat them is obviously morally fucked and never participated in a competitive sport in their fucking lives. There was 25,000 entries, Hector. Hey, Hector, I ain't no joke at this shit, homie. I win these motherfuckers, dog, and I don't use no fucking analytics and shit. Kentucky lost to St. Peter's. I posted a tweet last night that has over 5,000 likes. Appreciate everybody that liked it, right? Even though a like doesn't pay me one cent, a like doesn't make my dick hard, a like doesn't do shit for me. Cal Apari makes $10 million a year. The coach that beat him last night makes 230K. I posted it that it was 109K because I didn't really know what he made. I, I did know what he made, but I guess it was two years ago. He only makes 109K, but he makes 230 now. Yippee fucking yay. Let's do the percentage 230, 230K versus Cal Apari makes $9.5 million. And you lost. That tells you the parody in college athletics and college sports. I've been trying to tell you guys the fucking transfer portal and the one and done in basketball is now caught up. It is football. The football is doing the same shit, basically. And you're paying dudes like Jimbo Fisher, like all these cats that are getting over three to four to seven, eight, $10 million to not win shit. I'll take Jay Wright, the head coach at Villanova, all day, every day over Calipari. He's got two titles at Villanova, by the way. Nobody talks about him. I take Jay Wright all day. Plus, I heard Calipari's a piece of shit. Players don't like him. I heard the NBA players hated him. They almost beat his ass. I had one of my good friends play For the New Jersey Nets at the time, Ed O'Bannon, who's responsible for the NIL that you know today, he's responsible for the NCAA basketball lawsuit on EA Sports. Obviously, he played at Artesia with me. Uh, I played with him. Let me say, let me clarify, because I'm a realist. I played with him. By the way, he was the number one basketball player in America. He was a lottery pick in the NBA draft. He was the pick after Kevin Garnett. He won a national title at UCLA. he was a lottery pick. Calipari picked him uh, for the Nets. And he said that they almost beat his ass on a daily basis. They do not like that motherfucker. I think he's a great recruiter. I don't think he can get talent advanced. And one title is all you got. And you have how many first round NBA draft picks, homie? How many NBA first rounders do you have? And you got one title? But he has one more title than 99% of the rest of the world. Just so we're clear, I want to be honest. Um, UCLA struggled. UCLA is my pick to win it all this year. Obviously, I'm a West Coast biased guy. I only have two losses, by the way, Iowa and Kentucky. Everyone else in my bracket is one. They're winning right now. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I have three. I just reminded myself. I picked Marquette over North Carolina. I have three losses in the first two days. It's not bad. Um, Thomas Spence, TJ. uh, That is not a true statement, Thomas. Just so you know, NFL guaranteed money is not a real thing. He is guaranteed $184 million, not 253. million. But a lot of people see the 253 as the final number. That's not really what it is. In the NFL, you can get cut or released at any time once your guaranteed money is up. He is guaranteed $184 million. Make sure you Google that and check it out. Um, UCLA struggle versus Akron. Their stars played shitty. They still got the job, the job done. Uh, they're on the West Coast. They're in Portland. I picked UCLA to win it. I'm glad they got it done. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Again, Sarah Blake's coming on in about 10 minutes. Make sure you guys are respectful and pay attention and ask questions if you do call in and do your thing. But don't be a disrespectful rude fuck because I will block you in a fucking New York minute. I picked USC to beat Miami, man. I got USC beating them. Uh, Brandon Lang picked Miami, by the way. I pick USC. So, um, Russell Westbrook... All right, let me get to Deshaun Watson, okay? He went to Cleveland for big money. Uh, NFL doesn't care about morale, right? We don't care about morals or standards. So I just wish that the NFL would stop saying it. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Slap Richard. You know what your name is. Slap Richard means slap dick, right? I just want to make sure. I'm sure you were being uh, politically correct when you said that. But it's slap dick is your name, not slap Richard. Make sure you, you don't uh, do nothing. Uh, Sarah is far from thirsty, brother. I'm just gonna tell you. And if you don't have a renowned respect for what this woman does when you fucking hear her, you'll fucking you're a shitbird. Um, Deshaun Watson to Cleveland. We all, you know, what I'm hearing is from a buddy is that the 49ers were the team he was going to. See, I told you guys. What happened was the 49ers couldn't come up with the picks that they spent on Trey Lance to Houston to get him. So. He went back to Cleveland, which he thought had the best running game, the best defense, and possibly get a couple big wideouts in there, and they can be good, uh, good enough to win. So that's where he's going. Juju uh, Smith went to the Chiefs, which is a good deal. $10 million deal, and, and his TikTok dances. All right. Uh, I'm just fucking with you slap Richard, I know. You know it, slap Dick, though. Um, Devonte Adams leaves the Packers for the Raiders in a shocking move to a lot of people. Um, I get it, played with Carr in college, um, wants to live in Vegas, etc. But damn, Rogers for Carr. Um, I guess Rogers knew about it. They both could have been like, "Fuck it, let's just get paid. We're not winning anyways, dog." Um, and if I leave too, I will get blitzed more by uh, all my haters. That is my opinion on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is like, dog, if I try to bounce and go somewhere like fucking Indy or the Niners or anywhere, I'm going to get blitzed and even bashed even more, right? So um, I think Aaron Rodgers like, fuck it. Let's both get paid, dog, and let's do our thing. That's what I honestly think. Um, or I'll stay and make $200 million and say, fuck you, and then you go to the Raiders and make almost $170 million and let's call it quits. Good looking out. <laughs> um, so you know that's just my opinion. Um, who's who's? I, I gotta be honest. William Thomas, Leah Thomas is A.K.A. Leah Thomas. When is this going to end up at the women's basketball stage? When is the dude going to go over to women's basketball and win a natty? Because they're doing it at the NCAA level in swimming. So I'm curious on when it's going to happen in basketball. And someone hit me up saying, Brittany Griner already did it. I almost pissed my pants, dog. I'm going to be honest with you. That's fucked up. Um, where are all the Title IX advocates at? And the soccer girls who bitched and moaned. Where are they at? I just want to make sense of this whole thing. You guys are cool with this dude dangling a dick in the pool. Swimming against our daughters and our sisters and our future mothers. Um, Fuck Brittany, Ryan Martinez I don't give a fuck about Brittany Griner, homie She made a grown-up decision Motherfucker need to fucking realize that shit Fuck Russia Fuck Brittany Griner Hey, Brittany Griner could be the sacrificial fucking lamb for all I'm concerned, homie She can stay the fuck over there You know why, though? You know why? I'm gonna tell you why, Brian This is a good conversation, Brian why haven't we seen LeBron, KD, Kyrie? Remember, Kyrie's the biggest fucking advocate there is, dog. Remember, he wanted to go to the Middle East, right? Why haven't we seen Lamar Jackson, Deshaun fucking Watson? Why haven't we seen anybody come forward and do a video to free Brittany Griner? Why haven't you seen it, homie? Like, let's be honest. Why haven't we seen... Any of our powerful, powerful brothers in the profession, or sisters. I haven't seen a fucking WNBA girl come out. Where's the two girls, the gay girls? The, the, the popular one, the soccer player married to the fucking basketball girl. What's her name? Where, where are they at? Where are those motherfuckers at? Brittany Griner's gay with a kid, adopted kid, homie. Where are the gay women, the LBGQ community, where are they at? Why haven't I seen one fucking video? How ironic, homie. How ironic. You know why? Because y'all talk shit, but nobody acts. Nobody stands behind their convictions or on their... They're all social media fucking tough guys, homie. There's no fucking... T- they're all social media tough dudes. They don't fucking want to come out, though, when it's tough. When the real shit needs to be said, they don't want to come out. It's fucking bullshit. I don't know if you guys know, Michigan Pro Day, David Obajah, he blew his knee out. He's a fucking top first round draft pick doing drills. Allen, I don't know if you heard this. But why didn't he go to the combine, Allen? Why didn't he go to the combine? See, when you do your own shit, you overdo it. And this is what happens. Everyone's cool, different. Let me stand out. That's what this motherfucker's mindset is. Uh, I want to be cool. I want to be different. Well, you just lost millions of dollars trying to be cool, homie. Just go to the fucking combine and call it quits. Stop doing all the extra shit. <sighs> Jamel Ridley, come on, homie. You're starting to like, you irritate me a little bit, homie. I appreciate you tipping me here and there, but you say some fucking dumb shit, too. So you're telling me that the U.S. Senate stopping LeBron James from doing a fucking video on TikTok? (laughs) Is that what you're telling me, homie? So LeBron James can't do a story, homie? He can't do a video right now on his phone like this? Who the fuck's stopping him? The Senate, you're telling me the fucking Senate is stopping Steph Curry, KD, LeBron, Kyrie. Homie, Kyrie's already a shit bird. He's already against it all. So you're telling me they can't do a video like this, free Britney Griner? Come on, homie, miss me with the dumb fucking shit. I, pre- I respect you, uh, fucking Jamel. You've been here for a long time, so I, I have nothing but love for you. But let's come keep it real, homie. These motherfucking brothers ain't coming out. Where's Oprah fucking Winfrey at, homie? Where's Oprah Winfrey, homie? Where's fucking, uh, where's my, where's my dude, uh, the fucking dude at? Where's the guy at that acts like a girl all the time? Where's his bitch ass at? The billionaire. Fucking, uh, Tyler Perry. Where's Tyler Perry at, homie? See, you motherfuckers just want to keep talking, homie, but none of you motherfuckers act. Nobody acts, Dog. See, motherfuckers don't want to keep it 100, dog. They don't want to keep it real. Y'all say you do, but you don't do it. I, I'm being real, Jamel. Where they at? That's the problem with it, dog. There ain't no Senate. The Senate can't stop me from fucking doing a video. What they gonna do? Dictionary. Shut the fuck up. How many times you gonna say Putin is low-key crazy? Motherfucker, who gives a fuck? We should go over there and smoke him if you leave it to me. Anyway, we're too soft for that shit. Um, where's Jay-Z at, Alan? Exactly my fucking point. Where's Jay-Z, homie? Hey, I got one minute until Sarah calls in. Listen, I'm going to show a video for two seconds. I got to go make my drink because it is about to get cracking. So make sure you guys stay tuned. And, uh, hey, man, let's get it going. I'm going to do a short video, dog. You know what I'm doing? I'm going to do a fucking Merciless Monday. All right? Stay tuned. Hey. You prepare for tomorrow today, but, you know, I got too much going for all that. But anyway, this motherfucker came out and Shanahan came out and said he loves Jimmy G. And Stephen A. stopped everything on the show today and came out and said, lies. You just lied to America. And I'm sitting there like, damn, this motherfucker has not a fucking clue about a player and coach relationship because you didn't fucking play the game. But yet this motherfucker says he's as good as anybody at calling football when he don't know th- when he didn't play the game. And that's the fucking ego and ignorance of these motherfuckers, because you don't know what you don't know, motherfucker. You were never in that locker room. You were never coached, and you never played. You don't know what the brotherhood's like. You played HBCU shitty-ass fucking Division three basketball, motherfucker, and didn't even start. All righty, all right. All right, all right, all right. I'm back in the motherfucking house. Man, Stephen A. Smith and... Uh Stephen A. Smith and our, what's his name, Perkins? Um, they fucking came out and basically defended Russell Westbrook, saying that he's taking too much. He's taking too much heat. You gotta be shitting me. He's taking too much heat. So, Pat Beverly, Alan, listen to this. Pat Beverly and Towns. Um, Pat Beverly and Towns talk shit about fucking Russell Westbrook. This is the thing. This is how soft the generation is, and why, as I wait for, for Sarah. We got Russell Westbrook, who is literally bitching about the crowd, soft as fuck, right? He can't make a free throw, can't make a three-pointer, can't make a fucking hit a barn door. He is horrible this year, right? And mentally, he's fucked. So, how the fuck is he so soft making so many millions of dollars? And how the fuck... Is Towns and Pat Beverly talking shit? The audacity. It, so I'm trying to tell you, it's all in one big st- whole thing. Anthony Towns and Pat Beverly are absolutely fucking horrible. They've never won anything. So they shouldn't even talk. They should not talk to it any, about anyone. Number one. Number two. They either one of them combined has done an, has done what Westbrook has done in his career. But Pat Beverly, the only thing in my opinion that he deserves is the ugliest human being award. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Pat Beverly's the ugliest human being in America. So um he is the only person that Is uglier than fucking Odin Polonese or Sam Cassell. (laughs) Uh, I'm just being honest with you. You know what I mean? So that's the cold part about it. Uh, All right. My girl Sarah's in. We're going to chop it up. Be respectful. Don't be no fucking slapdicks. And... uh, and we're going to be real with you guys. I know the ladies are in the house. Make sure you guys cheer it up for my girl, Sarah. Sarah, what up? Can you hear me?
4: Hi.
2: What's up?
4: Yes. Can you hear me?
2: I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I appreciate oh you coming gosh. in. I got to give a shout out. Shout out to Sarah coming in. Um, where you at? Where you call home?
5: Florida.
4: <laughs>
2: Hey, so you got a farm, though, in Florida, right?
4: I do. I've got goats, chickens, ducks, kids.
2: <laughs> hey, a lot of people don't know, man. They think farms aren't a thing. Farms are in Cali and Florida. A lot of people don't know that shit.
4: Mm-hmm. Fun times.
2: I'm over here drinking some slapdick, by the way. Did you try it yet?
4: Hey, Hey. We've got some up here too.
2: <laughs> do you Oh shit. You ain't yeah. cracked the bottle yet though, huh?
4: <laughs> no, not yet.
2: Hey, your your phone is cutting out. Is is that um is it you, do you think it's want to restart it or is it as best you're going to get?
4: I think let me see. Let me see what I got in here.
2: See, I got shit talkers in my I got shit talkers, they're gonna, she's gonna try to call back. I got shit talkers that think, you know, they're gonna do a Pete on me and do a, do a Boost Mobile and shit. Um. Is that better? Yeah, there you go. Okay, good. Good shit. (laughs) Everybody's talking shit about Boost Mobile, because we got one of the, we got a fan that calls in all the time, and his shit's always fucked up, so he, 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 we call him Boost Mobile.
4: Um. Oh my gosh, I know, it's farm life. I mean, we have no signal, it's like. Really? so where are you
2: at in Florida without, without giving too much detail where are you at
4: um I am right outside of Tampa
2: oh, okay that's good that's good what uh so look let's tell the fans you got a lot of female there's some females in here that that love you already that were already seeing my post yeah so I appreciate you coming in today um tell tell everybody your story kinda I just kind of explained it a little bit um RJ he's gonna get blocked already um <laughs> See, so motherfuckers be saying dumb shit. Um, tell so are you? I know you're a Tennessee Vol fan. I know you got them in I, your. I know you got them in your uh, in your bracket.
4: I do. I got
2: my bracket. Hey, I I've only lost three games so far in two days.
4: No way, really?
2: Yeah, I'm 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 winning. I'm winning. Um, now, do you got Tennessee winning at all? I do. Hey, I don't, I'm not mad. I got UCLA winning. We're biased. <laughs> now, are you from Tennessee?
4: So I am actually originally from Kansas. Really? Yes.
2: You kidding me? Where?
4: Um right outside of Lawrence.
2: Wow. Yes. So you grew up there or just born there or what?
4: Well, I wouldn't say like I'm like from a certain area, but I um I was born in Wichita, Kansas and we like moved around a lot. We lived in Chicago, Arizona, um tennessee and then back to kansas so i've kind of been all over the place
2: that's right joseph lowry's in here he's from lawrence he's in the chat um
4: oh awesome
2: so so is that did you know from did you kind of know the show um being out there and shit like that did you kind of know about my show on netflix from because it was kansas or what (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I figure, I mean, I have a lot of people from Kansas hit me up. They're like, Kansas, that, the show is, I'm like, yeah. So explain to everybody kind of what you do. Because I've explained, I've talked about you all week a little bit here and there. Um, You got a pretty large following on social media and everything like that. And so I, I told everybody, I was like, dude, I got I a gotta renown respect for certain people that hustle and do things that are, I guess, unpopular to the popular people.
4: Yes. Um,
2: so like... Tell everybody your story, kind of. I mean, I you know, I know you got you kid, you got you got a couple kids, four,
4: four kids,
2: four kids. Shout out, appreciate, respect.
4: <laughs>
2: you got four kids. You're married.
4: I'm married. Four yeah, four. I've been married for almost eleven years now.
2: Eleven years, and yes. and so let me explain to me. So I have no clue. First of all, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's chat. What is it? Chat snap, Snapchat? Fuck, whatever it is. I just mm-hmm. found out what that was. I don't know shit about it. Um, <laughs> I don't know shit about OnlyFans. Is it OnlyFans or fans only? OnlyFans. Okay, OnlyFans. And then uh, I just got with TikTok with my daughter a year ago, yeah. and I don't know shit about TikTok until about a year ago, and I still don't know how to fucking use it. So <laughs> so explain to everybody. So you basically have an OnlyFans, and you kind of blew up. You did it. You're making your living and doing everything that you want to do. Yeah. Like, fuck the world. I much love mm-hmm. And your kids do normal kid shit in, Amer- in the world. Yes. And they play soccer.
4: No, they play, uh, well, right now they're playing hockey.
2: They're playing hockey. But I'm saying they yes. play all kinds of sports during the season. Yes. So what's the story that became viral? And I saw it on a bar stool and a, and a few other, uh, you know, outlets. So, basically, your kids were in soccer season and the soccer coach or the co- soccer parents? Football.
4: They were in football season. Oh,
2: they were in football. And, and was it the yeah. parents or the coaches?
4: <sighs> well, it was more so a coach. Wow. us. So, yes.
2: so, you want to tell it or you want me to tell it?
4: Uh, basically, just I had a cheer coach. Um, you know, she did not want me around. So she basically told them it was either me or her, like, get rid of this girl, this parent. And, you know, then they kept my husband. My husband was coaching for our sons. They kept him around for a little bit. And then it was, he's got to go. She's not allowed, the whole family, like, like all the kids.
2: And the kids couldn't play.
4: The kids could not play. They went after the kids and then they went after me.
2: So, let me get this straight. Your kids couldn't play for because of what you do on so your own platforms. Yes. And we got this dude out here. Um, I don't know if you know about this, uh, William Thomas. His name is William Thomas, a.k.a. <laughs> fucking Tia Thomas, right? Right. And he was born with a penis. Yes, Lucy, that's real shit. You can go and find Sarah's deal on Barstool on basically a lot of outlets. You can go Google. You can read the story in full. Uh, maybe I can get it and post it. Um, I had a couple questions, and, I'm, and, and like I said, Lucy, if you want to call in, you can call in later on. Um, Alan's asking, uh, Sarah, how did they find out?
4: So the cheer coach followed me on my social media, um, and I didn't at that time I was not like I am now, where it's like, this is what I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, here it is, here are these provocative pictures. Um, you know, it's all over there. I was not at that point yet because I was just starting out, really. Um, so it was something you really had to search out, like and seek out. So she
2: So she was she hot. She was jealous.
4: She was mad, yeah.
2: So, there's some females in here saying, What? You're a beautiful girl. Uh, they saying, Do your thing, girl. Fuck them. Uh, so, I pro- appreciate you guys that are in here. Um, so, this guy who's born with a dick is beating females in swimming. And t- yesterday, he became the national champion in the NCAA swimming and women's. He was ranked 461st in men's swimming. He fucking transgendered over, and now he's the best swimmer on the women's side. And in my opinion, I don't know what your feel is, but, like, if you ever played competitive sports in your life or ever, I don't know, have any morals, I guess... You have a pro- I would have a problem with what he's doing. See, if I had a daughter swimming in this thing or if you had a daughter, I would be jumping right. on this motherfucker's back off the high dive. I'd jump on his fucking back. <laughs> but, you know, I, you I'm know. just waiting for it to happen and come over to basketball. Like, when is the, when is the NCAA basketball, March Madness, going to have a guy come over to the women and win a national title? Um, I don't know. But the cool part about it is your kids weren't allowed to play a sport that they're <laughs> obligated to play. they they're, they're con- completely can play. They're fucking fine. They're healthy. They're no issues because of their mother. But we are okay with this type of shit. That is what yeah. I'm fucked up about.
4: I mean, I, I would be upset at that whole scenario. I just feel like women doing something, I mean, we're, we're supposed to empower one another and we're supposed to uplift one another. If you're going to, even in the sports world, if you're going to take that away from us or come in and compete with us, I, I feel like that's just not, uh, we're good at certain things. they you know, men are good at certain things and that's what makes us unique and special and different. So, I mean, yeah,
2: it's like, I don't know. I always I'm always on here talking about different things. Like, I, you know, I grew up in all, Compton, obviously, all black neighborhood. I'm the only white guy. And I go around speaking to young black men and women. And I'm like, why are we killing each other? Right. Black on black crime. Why are we doing this? I talk to women the same thing. I'm like, why are you all hating on each other? It, just so you know, it's still a man's world out there. Even though women are progressive, even though we're in this progressive so-called era and everything right. is moving forward and we're, we're, you know, there's a lot of women breadwinners out there. You may be one right. in your household. There's, yeah. they're, they're all over. I kudos to it. I love it. Um, now, if y'all cooked more, I would love it better, but um, no, I'm, but, I'm
4: watching your stuff and uh, I'm like, okay,
2: hey, I try do you do you know,
4: on there. I need to do that too.
2: <laughs> I try, but um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just tripping. Like, you know, why are women hating on women? Like it's the same yeah. shit. Like I don't get it. Um, uh, I don't know. Lucy said, um, Lucy, she said she's a cheer mom. And she said that there's coaches are the most gossipy judgmental coaches. Um, people there are. Um, so, you know, um, it's, it's bad. And
4: I mean, that's what we learned with like football per se it was you know little league or whatever you want to call it was very uh catty environment um it's just not I, now my kids are in hockey and we love it i don't know if it's just a different yeah, type of I think the people are diff-
2: yes the people are probably are like fuck it we're different
4: yes
2: what? like my me, kids
4: so how are they the they kids do, being
2: um, how are they now are they being? Are they? Are they still getting hate, or are they playing no, sports?
4: Not at all. Like now, my kids, they um, they do uh, hockey with like Corey Perry's kids, and he's not demanding that I be kicked off or thrown out of the stadium. I mean, they know we know each. It's just normal. Like, hey, how are you? And nobody looks at him differently. Okay. Nobody looks at me differently. It's a different environment. It's professional. It's parents being. Parents.
2: So let me ask you this though. Is it is it is it just because it's hockey? Now what are you worried about? Did this football thing just happen last season?
4: It happened um, in let's see, right when COVID happened. So that was what, two years ago now?
2: Or a year okay. ago, I don't know. So I did they like play we're... again last year football?
4: No, they did not.
2: See, that's the fucking problem I have. Like so yeah. now you're taking these kids' livelihoods away or a possibility yeah. of uh a hidden gem like who knows how, how many boys you got
4: I have two boys
2: two boys two girls so what do the girls do mostly
4: um my daughter she cheers and uh she actually cheers for one of the parents who was a part of the organization as well um her husband was one of the coaches and she is a teacher where my daughter goes to school and she cheers for her she had to try out for the team and she made it and um, so she's able to cheer again but the boys do ask about football. They're like, mom, can we do football again? And unfortunately, in this area, there's not a lot of options um, that aren't associated with this program that's still out there. Because after everything happened, they called, you know, we looked at other programs and we're like, our kids are still going to be able to play football. We're not going to let this bother us. But they called every other program and warned them about what their mother did. So...
2: So why are you in Florida? Are you in Florida cause your husband, or are you in Florida cause of you or is it
5: just,
4: um, so my husband was working here, um, before COVID. And then, uh, we just, I mean, we stayed now, but like the kids are established where they're at and we have friends and, and family. So it's, we're here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. it's fucking unfortunate. Like, so how old are your, how old are your kids? Like the boys?
4: Uh, Ten and six.
2: So who's who's getting it worse? The boys or the girls?
4: Well, um, they. I mean, they came after each kid pretty, pretty fiercely. It was first. It was my daughter there. Um, the cheer coach was uh, telling the other girls not to go near her because she had a disease that was called acne. Wow, and, what um, a fucking joke! And I mean, she's she's young. She doesn't have acne. Um, and then. Then they dropped her on purpose from a mount, uh, so it was pretty. It was pretty fierce from the cheer coach. Then it was my uh, at the time he was four, and um, it was him. They wanted him off the team. Her uh, association, she you know wanted him off. He was like he needs to be off. He's too young. He's gonna get hurt. So she had one of the other parents petition to get him out of there. Um, so then that you know that affected my other son. So my oldest was left with my husband, and at that point, it was like, okay, we're done.
2: Are you near Sarasota? Uh, kind of, yeah. So, do your boys want to play football?
4: Um, I I, I have one that does, yes.
2: Like, is the other one discouraged because of this, or is he is he would he play if I if he I let's say kinda, I make a call, I mean, let's say he, I make a call, if got
4: the opportunity. If he had the opportunity to play, he would play. Um, but he's just fell in love with hockey right now, and we're just totally into that. But they do love football. They, I mean, that's what we I'm watch gonna on make a TV. Call. That's I'm what gonna make love. a call. I
2: got some connections in Florida. I'm gonna make a call, and oh, uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> and, and and if they could play for them somewhere, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it going. I'm gonna get it going. Um, yeah. So, by the way, though hockey, there is a very, very huge demand and a very high percentage that your kids can get a scholarship in that sport too. So, oh, think about be it. Amazing. Yeah, they can play hockey. <laughs> they can get hockey going. You know what I mean?
4: Uh, yes.
2: So, look, I see you on Twitter beefing with Lenardi. What's your beef with him? Is he? Does he respond? Are, are does he ever
4: respond? No, he didn't respond. He he doesn't want none of this.
2: <laughs> so joe lenardi I if anyone that. if any of you guys know don't know he's a guy that does you know um he does sports and he does t- takes on basketball and, and different things so uh, sarah went after him and was like you picked against tennessee and tennessee fucking is gonna win and da-da-da. so she got into it with them so what was it just because he hating on tennessee uh, the
4: whole the whole theory the whole thought process and i mean his whole entire argument is just it doesn't make sense so even for texas a&m for the the, you know seating uh kentucky where they're at auburn where they're at i mean it just doesn't make sense
2: hey much love to you got to you um (laughs) for particularly because people don't realize like they look at this uh we're so judgmental nowadays i'm just being honest we're so fucking judgmental We judge everybody. Like, everyone judges me, and they've never met me. Like, it blows my mind, like, how we get judged when you become, like, this public figure or semi-celebrity or whatever the fuck you call it. And these people have never met you, but yet they know exactly what you're supposed to do and not do. And it's like, it it blows my mind, right? People look at you and have a perception. And unfortunately, perception is fucking reality now. Yes. But... Unfortunately, the perception of okay, a women don't know shit about sports. <laughs> they sh- they shouldn't be on in sports. They they don't belong. Uh Blah blah blah. Right. Number one. Number two is. Kudos to you because I've seen your post. I've seen what you have said, and everything you say is like fucking spot on, legitimate. And people don't realize that shit. They all think, oh, she's a pretty girl and she's blonde and blue eyes. Blonde
4: hair, big boobs. Yeah,
2: big boobs, blonde hair, whatever. (laughs) Right. So they judge women, unfortunately, which is fucked up. Now, I go on here all the time and I talk about, like, there's certain things women need to, to, like, I'm all for women in sports. I'm all for women doing these things. I don't believe, and this is my personal opinion, I don't believe women should play football at a big level, number one. That's just me. I don't. I'm not like I'm knocking it. Like hating. I'm just saying like it, It's just like a guy fighting a girl. I don't believe you should ever hit a woman. I don't give a fuck if a woman hits you a thousand times. If a woman hit me a thousand times, I would never hit a woman. It's just period. Right. Like this right. guy, this fucking guy swimming against girls. Like he should never fucking swim against a girl. I agree. Generic well, genetics.
4: It was exactly, and it's just like the uh, Vanderbilt kicker.
2: That's what I'm saying. The Vanderbilt kicker, same deal. Yep. Like I'm all for it, but it's more of a PR stunt. It's not, right? Is she gonna fucking make the tackle to win the game? You know no. what I'm saying? It's not. It's not. No offense, but <laughs> right. only thing I'm, only reason I'm saying this is because, like, there's a WNBA. That's an equivalent right. to the NBA in a woman's sense. So,
4: right? I have if no you want issue. To create that. Have your own. Yes. We should have our yes. own and yes. be empowered in that, and it should be what it is.
2: I have no issue with women that play. Let's say a woman played WNBA. Brittany Griner, whole deal, right? Let's say she played in the right. WNBA, and she goes over and coaches in the NBA, let's say with the San Antonio Spurs, because San Antonio hired a woman. So the Spurs have a woman coaching for them, and I'm all for it. I have no issue right. at all. I've never said anything bad. I've, never, I've said I'm all for it because yeah. they have an equivalency on the women's side. Football does not. The only fucking thing football has is the women started this lingerie league thing, which, in my opinion, right. is more of a slap in women's face because it's like yes. you're wearing lingerie, you just got ass and titties out, you're mm-hmm. walking around showing off, and the guys are only going to see that. They're not going to see you fucking right. run an option route. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> right. so, so, so it's fucked up, and it's it's just it's just the truth hurts a lot of folks. That's what's fucked up, but. Right. But my thing is, I don't think a girl, a woman, should be coaching a man in the NFL because they haven't played an equivalency, yep. like they have in the WNBA and NBA. So, I agree. Like, like Sarah, no offense. What are you gonna coach? Are you gonna go in and coach the fucking left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys and tell and get on his ass and yell at him and tell him how to take no. a? No, I know. And, and and you and they. May, I I don't doubt that you wouldn't do it. You right. would do it. But are they going to respect it, look at you and say, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? That's the problem. I'm not against women doing it. I'm against the outcome. And I'm against how it's going to perceive and and, and show off how the woman's going to end up having a bad, they're going to have a bad black eye uh, out of it. It's
4: not just about women. It's, I mean, it's a total thing. Look at how people respect Urban Meyer versus Nick Saban. It's completely and totally different how you are ethically, how you are professionally, where you come from. Like, I mean, they're not going to respect me the same as they would you. They're, they're just not. Um, they're going to look at me, and it's going to be a joke, and they're just, it's not going to be the same. So it's, even your standards, like Urban Meyer, you, the standard wasn't uh, the same as Nick Saban's. So you have a totally different squad. You have a totally different outcome in your players i mean look at what's happened to the majority of his players you know what i mean
2: no doubt i mean i i know both men well and i i right i I could see both sides of this coming out like and i've known this like to be something um all right your thoughts on tom brady
4: oh tom
2: (laughs) so are you mad that he came back is it a spectacle
4: It's crazy here. Like, it is so insane. Everybody's so excited. They're pumped. But, I mean, me personally being a sports fan.
2: You know he's my age. He's a fucking year younger than me.
4: Well, he's also vegan. So, (laughs) I mean, might be something different. But, I don't know. I just, I'm excited. I feel like it's great. But, I also, there's two things. One, I wonder if. We're going to hear later on that Bruce Arians is partying with the team or, yeah. you know, I, the second part of that is what is it that he can't let go or like, I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm excited, but then it's also like, I'm not it's really like a
2: spectacle. Yeah. What?
4: Yeah, you don't do that on Selection Sunday when these young boys have worked incredibly hard to make it to this tournament. And this is like some of their first times in this tournament. And then you announce that in the middle of it. It's just kind of like, oh, man, you could have waited just a day.
2: What? Um, okay, let me ask you this. I know we talked about these this thing this stuff before. Britney Spears and her whole dad situation. What's your take on that? <sighs>
4: Honestly, I think she's crazy.
2: Really? <laughs> so, I,
4: But I, everybody deserves to be free. I think that she should be able to, if she's crazy and she wants to blow her money and she wants to do whatever it is, let her. That's her decision to make.
2: That's it's my, I, I'm exactly with you. I think she's crazy as a shit house rat.
4: Yeah, I, but who cares?
2: Hey, Who let cares? Her it's her money. She earned it. It's her shit.
4: Yes. Right. To, to
2: me, it's a fucking unbelievable that this motherfucker was in control and had any say at all. That's just my opinion.
4: It was wrong. Um,
2: give everybody your future plans and goals.
4: So, I definitely, one of my biggest goals is I want to do Playboy.
2: Really? Um, is that still around?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Really? Um you have like playboy south africa playboy new zealand playboy mexico philippines you know all of that um it's just kind of more of a personal accomplishment especially when you grew up and you you saw like pam anderson and jenny mccarthy so it's just
2: i told i told my fans uh sarah i told my fan not to cut you off i told my fan i have the last stapled issue of a playboy my dad used to collect them so i was a young kid
4: Oh, wow. It's
2: Madonna when she had Harry armpits and Harry bush. And um, I have her last. It's the last Playboy staple um, issue because now everything is glued and everything.
4: Yes. So
2: I have that shit. I know it's worth some money. Um,
4: Absolutely. So are you getting
2: close to touching? Have you talked to anybody there or are you, are you working on something?
4: Um, possibly. We'll see.
2: And then so that's what you want to do. What about um, Goals. Anything? Admirations?
4: Anything? I want to invest in real estate. I want to take things further in the sports industry. Um, I've got a chip on my shoulder. Like you said, stereotypes are real. Uh, they think that girls who have associated themselves with OnlyFans, you know, you hear that in an interview, like, oh, what do you think is going to happen when this goes away? Well, I'm, I'm building my brand um, oh, yeah. and, it, you know, I'm going to work incredibly hard at that, but I want to beat that perception. And make a name for myself, but also pave the way for other women to know that they can do something and it doesn't define them. Um, so, sports industry, uh, you know, other things. If when I get old and, and OnlyFans is gone, I want to be a soap star on Days of Our Lives.
2: <laughs> hey, I hear that. Hey, you got admiration. <laughs> Shit. I, yeah, it's crazy how people don't um, they don't prep tomorrow today enough. That's the problem. Um, no. Alan said you should go model for Victoria's Secret. Alan played for me back in the day, by the way. Um, okay. So, I don't know. Any, I, I think people are scared to call in and talk to you. Um, <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Let me ask you this, though. We'll end it. If somebody wants to call in. I don't know. If any of the ladies wanted to ask Sarah a question, call in. Real quick. She only has two minutes. Um. Let me ask you this. Top five dead or alive quarterbacks, in your opinion.
4: Oh, top five?
2: Dead or alive?
4: Peyton Manning.
2: That's one? As one? <laughs> Number one?
4: <laughs> yeah, Peyton Manning. Um, Tom Brady.
2: Okay. He's
4: definitely in there. Uh, John Elway.
2: Oh, yeah. California. Two California yeah. kids right there.
4: Yes. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh Hey, I got guys mm-hmm.
2: in the chat that are asking me. They're so scared. They're saying, what are we asking her about? That's how good my <laughs> community is. See what I'm saying? I got a great community. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Okay, so you got Brady, Elway, and, and Manning. Who else?
4: Oh, my God.
2: Do you have Brady as Hold one up. or Peyton as one?
4: <laughs> Peyton.
2: Now, why are you such a Tennessee fan?
4: Well... I have been there for a long time now, but, um, it's just a passion. It's a history. There's so much to love about it. And, you know, they're an underdog, so I'm rooting for them to get their shit together now. And, you know, they, I feel like they have the Fulmer curse and it's just, I love football, SEC football. I feel like that's the heart of everything. Um, now it's just so competitive and, but, Tennessee is just that's my so I, that's I've sent I've sent the
2: players team. there I've sent player I've just, I've sent two yeah. players there with uh under Jeremy Pruitt I still talk to Jeremy Jeremy <laughs> just got a job in the USFL um I may be seeing Jeremy next Wednesday by the way um so we we actually you know he cut one of my kids because he did something stupid um Emmett Gooden and
4: oh yeah
2: yeah I, yep. yeah and um so he did some dumb shit. Anyway, um, Jeremy called me before he did anything and it was just like, "I said, Jeremy, I said, Jeremy, cut his motherfucking ass." I said, "You know, this is your program, I, you know," and obviously he got fired um, after that. But um, okay, I see where your quarterback's play is going. You're a little biased with the Tennessee. I go by winning. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think Tom Brady is a top ten skill set quarterback of all time by any means, but he's won more than anyone. So. Right. I believe that he's the GOAT because he won, not because of how good he is. Um, Right. Who's your favorite top five singers, rappers? Either one. You can just give me either one.
4: Oh, Lil Wayne. Really? he's top. Yes. Bone Thugs. Wow. Um, Lil Boosie.
2: Wow. OG over there. see, See, that's too young for me. I don't fuck with that shit. I'm too. I'm, I'm old oh. school. I'm old school. Snoop, Cube, E40. You know me. I'm a, a oh, yeah. Method Man, Red Man. I'm a Nas. You know.
4: Nas, I'm, yes. I'm OG.
2: Um.
4: Big timers.
2: Okay, so look, I got some callers. They want to ask you a couple of questions. If they're not fucking, if they're they're all. So by the way, only members can call in. So if they're not a member, okay. So I know my members. So if they're fucking rude, I'll I'll, I'll get rid of them. Gabe, what up?
3: What's good with you?
2: Nah, no, chilling, man, chilling. Right. Uh, I know these guys, Sarah. These guys are good guys, right here. I know.
3: what up, Whiteo? What's Wido, going on there, buddy?
2: What's up? You guys got a question for Sarah? She got to get out of here in a minute.
3: Yeah, I just was gonna say, uh, how'd you deal with it? I'm, I'm, I have a ten-year-old daughter, and um, I got I got treated the same way by the principal and staff because uh, it's no secret. Uh, I did almost 20 years in the joint and I'm covered in prison ink and none of the soccer moms like me. None of the, every, every time I go to like my daughter's school dances and all that, Oh, there, her dad's a gangster. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm a, I'm a family guy. Who are you talking to? Right. I just wonder like it's kind of, it's not the same situation, but I mean, like it's, I, I had to pull my daughter out of school recently because of it. And, um, unfortunately, I live in the suburbs now, so it's a, the, We call them the soccer moms. It's out of control. Like if you're not in their clique, you know. Oh it, yeah,
4: they run things.
3: Yeah, so like, how would you tell? How'd you talk to your kids? Were you just basically like, "Hey, uh, fuck those people's feelings," or or were you like, "Look, man, like some people are just not going to accept that it's a new day," or I'm just curious, like, what you told your kids? That's a good question.
4: So. Yeah, I mean, I made it a teaching lesson. I'm like, look, when you are doing things and you are going places or you are true to yourself, you're going to have people that hate you. They're going to do anything they can, and it's going to happen to you. It'll happen again to me. It's, it's there. Um, people, you know, they reject the unknown or what they can't understand. So for me, I mean, that's what I told them. And I said, we're going to roll on. Screw them. And even now with Karen's, I'm like, "Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. You know, because I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be uncomfortable. I'm gonna make you uncomfortable.
2: No right. doubt, no doubt. So. Why do you got a question,
5: man? One quick one, man. How you doing, Sarah? Nice to see you. But you I got a question. Why do Why do
2: lives down by you, by the way?
5: Okay, coat coach don't know where I'm at. He thinks I'm in Miami. Now he's on the other coast of Tampa. <laughs> I'm in South Florida, but we're taking any Florida. You already know it's the best state. But my question, I've had a lot of girls that I've known dealt with that they know that they're attractive. They know that it sells. They want to go to the strip club, get the quick money. I push the only fans. And uh, and the next question is when it's my girl or because or, uh, you're proof of it as a married woman, can you speak to the girls that are not sure if it's a Almost a business move to do OnlyFans, especially if you have a guy. Because, baby girl, if, you, if they're paying you to see your feet or just your pictures, and you don't even have to get on them, you don't even have to touch them. They can be in a different state. And hey, it's a do your thing, girl. And and I got the love that right here. Like I don't think enough girls realize it's a legit business move. And, and the dudes.
4: I mean, look That's at kind of for one, Jenny McCarthy. That's a, a, a prime example. She did Playboy, and she moved on with her life. You know, yeah, she's here and there, but. she capitalized off herself. She paid her way through college. Why not? Yes, there is. I mean, and you read, is it Tommy Lauren, her book? I read her book and uh, she was talking about all of her college professors who used to be strippers and they paid their way through school, but they didn't want that to be exposed. Well, why not? You know what I mean? It's a business. It is what it is. And... I mean, if you can do OnlyFans versus being in a strip club and being on your feet, and, I mean, I'm not going to swirl around and, and get sore feet and high heels. I'm I'm just not going to do it. If I have to do it for a video, okay. But, no, I'm not going to be up there all night.
5: Sarah,
2: did you strip ever? You? Have you ever stripped?
5: No. And I can so. say, Coach, man, as a as a platinum member at Tootsie's, your boy Wido's recognized down south, <laughs> but I've met plenty of strippers that they told me I, I, I'm living in the villas. That Bentley's mine. I'm paying my yep. own college tuition. And it's right. like, damn, this is, a, this is a scheme and a business for her. She was just kicking with me because Wado's different. She had the time to talk to me. <laughs> and nowadays, with the OnlyFans, straight up, Coach, no lie. Now with OnlyFans, you don't even have to go dance. What? You can do it from your house with a little camera.
2: Oh, I know. Yes. Uh, Wado, I love how Wado uses himself in the third, <laughs> third party. Uh, Wado, uh, Devo, Devo, what, what
3: up? Hey, Coach, how are you? I'm good, brother, I'm good. You got a question for Sarah? I sure do. Sarah, uh, awesome to to have you on the show and everything. And uh, I just want to know what's the biggest lesson you've learned in your life as a woman that you carry with you up to this point.
4: That's tough. Um, Really to just be yourself, um, love yourself, just be true to who you are, no matter what, with friends, with family, with, um, you know what you're doing for a living with your kids be honest you know, just being you know value yourself and your self-worth and 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 be upfront with it
2: Lucy where are you at Lucy need to call in one time I'm just shouting her out
3: Hey I got to go back to work but nice being you Sarah Thank you. boys have a good one we'll talk to you later All right, Devo yeah. stay up All right Devo
2: Sarah I don't know if you know Devo's story but Devo is amputee and he lives a tough life And smiles every fucking day And doesn't care about shit And he smiles and he's a good dude um, Gonzo what up man You a new caller what's going on What's up what's up Chilling you got a question for Sarah Oh uh, yeah I wanted to know
0: My, my main goal is to make it In like music what is your main goal
2: What do you want to strive for <sighs>
4: There's too many. I just, there's so many. Um, For me, it's just to build a life for my family um, that extends itself beyond. But I want to do it all. I mean, hell, I'll do music too. I don't care.
3: (laughs) Multiple businesses. You want to do everything. I want to
4: do everything. You only live once.
3: Yeah. And you ain't lying. So hey, yeah, people no tell me movies. all the time, you're a
2: jack-of-all-trades, J.B. You could cook, you can coach, you can recruit, you you got dogs, you got all that, but are you the master of none? And I tell people, I ask that all the time. I'm like, I don't know if that's a true thing because anything I choose to do a lot of, I'm going to be good at. And now, I, I'm not saying I'm mastering anything because I think you do need to have at least, like they say, 10,000 hours of something to master it. I don't, I don't know if I believe that, by the way. I think some people have the it factor. Because I'm going to be honest, Sarah. I'm going to tell you a story before I get you out of here. I know you got to go. People always talk about the it factor. And I explain it in a certain way. I've never explained it on my show before. But I'm going to tell everybody now. Uh, we got a good audience. Make sure you, everybody hits the like button subscribe. Um, Sarah, do you want to drop your OnlyFans link? Um, yep. It's www.onlyfans.com. Dot
3: com
4: slash Sarah Cheeky. Look at, look at Wido typing that shit in.
2: Come on. Sarah Cheeky, C-H-E-K-Y. I I C-H-E-K-Y. I
4: I'm sorry. No.
2: C-H-E-E-K-Y. That's it.
4: Yep.
2: I just posted just it in the chat. I just posted. I had a lot of people asking me for it. They said they want to help. uh They want to uh, donate. So I just posted donate. it in the chat.
3: Donate. Um, <laughs> push push can push I up. ask something real quick?
2: Yeah, go ahead.
5: Um, what is it that you uh really do on OnlyFans? Cause there's a lot of things that people do on OnlyFans. Like what do you like what do you do?
2: Everything. She <laughs> cooks, dog. She cooks fucking steaks.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, she I make I food recipes out there.
5: <laughs> oh, you a cook?
4: I I'm trying, all right. I mean I'm not anywhere near okay. what I need to be. <laughs>
3: okay okay Sarah we
2: got people asking Lucy said Sarah is a real one much respect to her and your grind um, people are asking are there ever any sexual encounters with your man
4: um yes that's on
2: there uh, there you have it so you guys are probably gonna get your money's worth I don't know if I'm not only fans guy I don't give I, I don't really know you know what I'm saying I, I don't know shit about it. I won't even ever, ever, ever put the fucking link in. I don't know shit about it. I don't even want to see it. I don't want to know about it. Um, I, have yeah, it. Yeah, way, I have nothing against it. By the way, nothing against it. Sarah's a grown ass fucking woman. That's what people don't get. Motherfuckers are grown. How the yeah, fuck can you judge a motherfucker? Right. I don't get it, Gabe. Do you? Because I never fucking like. I don't give a fuck what you do. Look at look at back in the day before social media, Gabe. Motherfucker, we was out here hoeing men and women. Yes. Yeah,
3: for sure. And
2: there wasn't a motherfucking issue.
3: Yeah. Shit, know. that's before my phone. <laughs> hey, hey I,
2: I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real with you guys. And I'm, I'm drinking a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, me me and my boy Gabe, though, we used to go down the strip, right? We was on Sunset, Santa Monica. Now, Santa Monica had a lot of transsexuals. So we knew, kind of stay away. We were on Sunset. So the Sunset, there was a lot... At the time, Sunset Hollywood Boulevard was the whole stroll way back in the day in Hollywood. And I was drinking. I'm driving my whip. I got a Lexus, like, GS300 or something. I'm like 24. You know what I'm saying? I just got it. Um, I think I'm the shit. It's gold. Got some 20s on it. 20s just came out. So this sister walked up to the car, and her titties was in my fucking face. And I'm like... I'm like... Hey, you like titty fucking? <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog, oh, this broad told me, Gabe, she said, can I put my titties between your balls? Oh, she going. Hey, she, she, going. She, she said, hey, I never forget it in my life. I said, damn. So so she was like, that's equivalent to you asking me if I want a titty fuck. I'm going to put my titty between your nuts. I was like, I, damn, you okay. That, I'm you do something you with it? You do something with it, coach? No, hell no. Come on, dog. I never paid for pussy in my life, homie. Hey, I'm going to be real.
3: Wait, she was asking to pay?
2: No, hold up, Sarah. I'm going to be honest, Sarah, real quick. And Lucy, um, all you women in the the chat, let me be honest with you. All you men in here, which is 98% of you, you guys say you never paid for pussy. You are fucking liars. liars. I've never bought a prostitute... But I have bought a bitch Taco Bell, motherfucker. I, so you better realize you have spent money for pussy. I'm just gonna keep it 100. You have spent money. Don't say you have not. That is the I'm difference. Right, People think trick, they don't pay for is. Oh, I never paid for pussy, coach. Bullshit. You paid for it one way or another.
3: Hey, so Sarah. Valentine's. Sarah,
2: hey, what Valentine's, what a drink, thank you, what Valentine's like.
5: Day. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Sometimes he says they'll tell you what it takes. Hey, just buy me a Crown Apple Sprite. I'm ready to go. Right on, guy. Okay. Oh my god, what is
3: smoking Right, right. <laughs> that's hey, what Sarah, they be on. the time thing, and you got to go soon. But um, I just have a question that's super popular right now on Twitter and social yeah. media. I see it everywhere where people are asking, basically, if you're a OnlyFans or fans only, however you say it, if you're one of those models how do you get your man to like be cool with it? Cause a lot of guys are like jealous and you know, they oh she ain't going to do that. And then they see the bag. They're like, yeah, go ahead, get that, get the bag. But how do you deal with it with your man? Like when you started it, were you like, I'm going to do this or was he supportive or he, was he like, I don't know about all this.
4: So, I mean, he is very like aware of what I look like. Um but he's proud of it. Like, he's like, that's my woman. Like, that's right. what she looks like. You're going to see her anyways. What What is me preventing her from doing what she wants or doing, you know, what turns me on? Because it does. If he's like, he's like, that turns me on. Um, so it, I, he's super supportive and he's super cool. It's, I never had to ask him or, you know get him on board with it, but I've never also had to ask him for permission for anything really, he's just, he knows me and knows that I'm gonna do it with or without him kind of deal right. he's like, so I'm on board, you do you and and right. I'm all there for it.
5: So he's not insecure
4: No, definitely not.
5: TJ I don't even
2: know what capping means, motherfucker <laughs> So Capping means no lie, that means no
5: lie you too old, man Hey,
2: my my former players are. I got former players in my chat, and they're like, "Coach, I feel in my soul you're capping like a mug." Sorry, I'm like, "What the fuck does that mean?" So I mean, you lying or something? I got to be honest with you. um, I just put it in the. I I just put it in the chat. I got a trivia question out there, by the way. Jeremiah, shout out to you. Hey, Sarah. Jeremiah is in Alaska. He's a 25 year Army vet. Um,
4: Thank you for your service.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. for your Jeremy, story. you got a question for Sarah? Cause I'm holding her too long. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, I was just going to you, <laughs> keep your kids
1: in hockey. It's the greatest sport in the world. I'm telling you, like coach JB said, it is the number one division one scholarship other than fencing that's handed out for both boys and girls. Wow. Oh, a ton of people. In the last we've had a ton of kids go pro. It is the greatest thing that can happen to your kids And it's awesome that your your kids play with Corey Perry's kids and stuff. So you get a first-hand experience. You're right there in the Miami area, I'm assuming. So, uh, yeah, look out for Florida, too. I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup. That's my pick. So I really appreciate you being on the show and telling your story because I didn't know anything
2: about you, and I thought it was great.
4: Well, thank you. I appreciate that.
2: Much love, much love, much love. Hey, listen, um. Whoever calls in on the trivia, I'll give you Sarah. Are you down to sign a slapdick T-shirt and then I'll auction it off?
4: Absolutely.
2: All right, so I'm gonna do that. Um, if anybody can answer the question on the spot, anyone in this room right here can answer the question: Who was the first 16 seed to upset a number one seed
3: in uh March UMBC. Madness? Huh? UMBC? Maybe yeah, Virginia? Uh, you, you uh, the I think. UMBC they beat Virginia. Yeah,
2: yeah! You Google that shit, motherfucker. Nah, I Google no, you know, it really quick, coach. He, get, he said it. real quick. Knew right <laughs> nah, I, right.
3: was I was looking at it <laughs> earlier. You see me? Hey, I, I hear think you. It I hear you. It
1: only, it didn't Virginia win the national title the next year, Coach? It didn't happen that long ago.
3: Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't yeah, remember. It was I, know, years I, ago, bro. I know you. I know UMBC beat them by twenty. Bruh, motherfucking 15 c beat my Kentucky. That's why I looked that shit up. I was like, damn, not Kentucky. What the fuck? Kentucky's garbage. Um, <laughs> he shit. can't win shit. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm going to get rid of you guys real quick, I'm, and you guys can call back. Um, I'm going to end it problem. with Sarah real quick, Gabe. Uh, Sarah, I appreciate you calling in. I know you got shit Thank to do, and so I know much. you're busy. So I appreciate you. Much love, and... Uh, if you need anything, you know, ever, 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 hit me up. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna make some calls though. I got some folks out there that run some youth organizations in Florida. So if your, uh, if your babies want to play, because yeah, I'm telling you, they need you. to play. They need to play. And yes. if they want to play, they need to play. And that's just being honest. Absolutely. Um, did you see well, my thank contrary you to so belief?
4: Much.
2: Did you see my contrary to belief segment on the screen? Yes. Have, I know you weren't in here, but I do a contrary to belief every day. So I do like a blue collar versus a white collar, how we talk and how our lingo is. So what do you call booty? You call it cheeks, ass, or booty? Or fatty? Or cake? Booty. Booty. There you go. There you have it. Everybody, you heard from Sarah herself. Make sure you follow her. I posted her OnlyFans on the chat. Lucy said, thank you, Sarah, for sharing your story. Everybody, I appreciate you guys being respectful and appreciating her, man. And uh, anything I can do for you, Sarah, let me know. I appreciate you coming on. And, uh, hey, let's keep going. Keep grinding and fuck the haters. They're our biggest fans.
4: Yes. Thank you. All
2: right, babe. I'll talk to you later on.
4: All right. Bye. Bye.
2: Um, Jeremiah, we got uh, appreciate her calling in. Sarah was great. She was great. Um... Jeremiah, straight up gangster. Jeremiah is a killer, a straight up gangster, and he has a fucking rat dog. And I'm sitting the, here with He's three, having a rough day today, Coach. I I'm sitting here with uh, three fucking pit bulls.
1: He he's having a rough day. Well, coach, when you've seen uh people's limbs blown off and combat, sometimes you just want to come home to something warm and fuzzy, okay? Hey, I'm not so gonna it. apologize for being a Yorkie poo owner. I'll just say that.
2: Hey, you ain't lying, dog. That's uh, that's a real Damn. thing. That's a real thing. People don't realize that shit. I but I coach, I you know and I talked to you
1: about it before. I respect the hell out of your what you do for the pit bull ownership community. Dogs are the greatest thing. It is the best thing I ever did for my mental health. Uh it fucking broke my heart watching you on Instagram have to get rid of one of your dogs. Uh I like dogs more than I like people. So
3: you know,
2: oh yeah. Right. It ain't even close, brother. That, bro? It ain't even close. And it, it, and it wasn't just like one of my dogs, it was like my D dog. And yeah. not only is he my main dog, he's world famous, not only from being on Netflix, but being Hulk's son, he is basically the most famous, probably most famous dog in the world. TMZ. Uh I had a shitload of outlets hitting me up when I posted that I had put him down and uh and I was like no I'm not doing a fucking story on my dog. You know what I'm saying? I said Stogie yeah. I said Stogie was like so uh, my dad died in my arms in in 2005. And uh I'm gonna be R. honest R. with you. Yeah. I've taken Stog I took Stogie worse. Um, yeah, because I personally had to put him down, and he was a healthy fucking five year old dog, four and a half year old dog. He's he's yeah. personally four and a half year old, not no health issues. Um, what happened, Coach? It's fucked up. He got people. He got he got people aggressive, man, and and and, and 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 people don't know the story. Me and him, me and him, personal beefs we've had. Don't need to be shared, and they never been shared. I've never shared them, um, but that's something that you live and die with. That's my dog. Like that's 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 my generation of shit. That's like me and my homeboy fighting in the backyard. Nobody needs to know about it. We beat each other's ass, and we came back home, and nobody fucking knew. We had black eyes, bloody lip. And people are like, what the fuck happened? We're like, I don't know. Nothing nothing, nothing happened, motherfucker. What do you mean? Like, that's that's what it was. Really? Me and Stokey. Dog, Stokey bit me five times, bro. Mm. That's on my neighborhood. Now, that's not because he maliciously ran and attacked me. It is because I grabbed that motherfucker by the neck and threw him against the wall. And gonna gonna snap- each other. he snapped on me and ran away. You know what I'm saying? So, we had, a, we had that love-hate relationship, and if it was just between dogs, I would have got rid of all these fucking dogs and kept him. And I got a fan, I got a fan question today, and I'm going to be honest with you. A fan question is, um, the fan question is, what do you regret most in life? I don't regret anything in life because I try to never look back um, because we never, you know, it's fucked up. You never can look back. But I, I look at... Putting him down on Christmas Eve, which was the only day I was allowed to put him down, by the way. And so, basically, I didn't have a Christmas because, obviously, it was, a, it was a month leading into Christmas. Then it was a month since, since Christmas. It's, I'm still in the same position. But uh, I regret getting the rest of these dogs and putting him down. But people, all my closest friends are like, JB, you can't say that because he he became people aggressive. It wasn't just me and Stogie's issue. Stogie became people aggressive with other folks. But at the same time, it's like, dog, I'm a motherfucker that don't really have a lot of folks in my circle. So I was like, why the fuck didn't I just keep him? So I have to battle that every day as a human and as a grown up. So I I battle it every day internally. Um, I'm glad that Ash is his son and he has so many of his mannerisms. It's unbelievable. Um, I kind of knew in my heart it was Ash was Stogie's son. But at the same time, I would have got rid of all these fucking dogs for Stogie to to stay. That's the problem um, that I fight every day. And I'm going to have to live with that for the rest of my fucking life. Um, That was my dude. Um, Like I said, I I took it harder than my my dad dying. But Stogie was the Mm. motherfucker. Let me be honest with you guys. That motherfucker was a real dude. Um, But at the same time, dog, I just couldn't let him get outside my house and bite a kid. Or, or kill a kid or a person, and uh, I wouldn't be able to live with myself with that one either. You know what I'm saying? So it's just fucked up. It's fucked up. But that was my dude. He was these... I've had pit bulls 35 years of my life. I've, I've raised them. I've grew up with them. Um, Not only was... He, the smartest dog I've ever owned, he was the smartest dog I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, it's, it's not even fucking close. These dogs I got right now are fucking retarded compared to him.
5: <laughs> so, nah, How nah. were the dogs with, uh, with the baby, Coach, if you had them around when you had your little baby? Or when the baby was little? Oh, best Good in the dog. world.
2: Bet- Pit Bulls are the single best dog in the world around kids. And, yeah, and people can about. tell me I different all about. they want. Um, I had a dog by the way who was biggest was big as Hulk. If you guys know who Hulk is, he's about 225, 240, 230. Um, DK Dynasty dog. Um uh, I had a dog back in the day, back in fucking '95, '96, named Trouble. I called him Trouble because he was always into some shit. He had devilish green eyes. He was fucking 240. The motherfucker was humongous. Nobody around knew about Stogie. I I mean about Trouble and what he was. And the best dog ever, and so I had him in college with me, and he broke out of every gate I ever had. So I came out into the backyard one day in Kansas. I was playing in college right before 9/11 hit 2000 uh, 2001. I'm in I'm in college, and my dad came and built a fucking fence for for my for my. I had two I had two dogs. I had a I had a, a female named Justice because I found her in a trash can. I named her Justice. And then she was an American pit, kind of like Cali, but she was brown and white. And then I, I bought uh, a dog I called Trouble. He ended up being fucking humongous. Great dog, though, but he was a killer, straight killer. He kept getting out. My dad built came out to Kansas, built me a fucking kennel for him. He, he, he chewed the wire open enough to fit out of it and went and chased and grabbed every fucking dog in the neighborhood out in Kansas. I I came out in the backyard one day and and Trouble had a fucking deer. He had a baby deer by the neck. So I knew this motherfucker was a killer. And uh, anyway, I come home from Kansas, come back home to Cali. I'm about to play arena football in Bakersfield. And then I got traded to the LA Avengers. And my dad was struggling. He just got diagnosed with cancer. I put the dogs back at the house we grew up in in Compton and trouble gets out and in Compton he's a fucking he's he's worth more in Compton than a fucking Ferrari and
1: because of like illegal dog fighting and shit or
2: nah just because pit bulls in Compton are kind of uh they go hand in hand dog like we grew up pit okay. fighting we grew up pit fighting we grew up cockfighting we grew up uh betting on that type of shit in the hood and he got out, and that was the last time I ever seen him. And I even went around to every OG cat in the hood and even Suge Knight himself. And I was like, dog, I pay. I need you to find mm-hmm. this motherfucker. I helped your nephew. I need you to find my dog. And when Suge couldn't <laughs> find him, this is a true story I never told, but when Suge couldn't find him, I knew So
1: you met
3: Suge
2: Knight?
1: Huh? Yeah, he's, he's been on the record that he knows him for a long
5: time. Get, oh, okay, okay.
2: I don't, know. I don't know him. I I, I don't know him. I, I, I don't know him, homie. He knows me. <laughs> There's a big difference, homie. I grew up with a motherfucker. It's not like I know him. It's not, it's not, it's not flexing. It's, it's, it's just the truth. It's not bragging when it's true. I don't know if you realize, it's not bragging if it's true. Yeah, um,
1: Coach, I lived, in, I lived in Newport News, Virginia for a while, and that's where Vic and Alan Iverson are from, and, and I knew that dogfighting stuff was... Just kind of like the norm there when I lived there, I, you know, kind of, um, and I, I, I like you, my dad, Pat, my dad froze to death when he, when I was 18. He was a, he was a logger in the southeast of Alaska and uh, he was trapping for fur in some remote area and he, he, he was boat capsized or whatever. But I will be more sad when my dogs die than when I, when my dad died for sure.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's fucked up, man, because I'm just telling you, dogs are only put on this world to be loyal to their owner. That's the fucking crazy part about it. People don't realize that. There ain't no human on this, on this earth that can say that. Dogs are only here to serve you. <laughs> They're only here to serve us. So, like, anything they do is really not their fault. They're only here to serve That's us. Awesome. And, unfortunately, Stogie and Bonham got into a fucking, you know, fight, you know, People don't really know this, but both of my knees have had to have skin grafts because nobody knows, but they drug me around this fucking concrete for 45 minutes. Because, um, well, yeah. well, a 240-pound dog, Jesus yeah, Christ. Never, I've never I've never it's a big motherfucker, dog. Anybody. I've yeah. never talked about it or showed anybody, but they never once bit me, but they drug me around this fucking concrete for fucking 45 minutes because you got 250-pound dogs. Fighting and you can't break them up. And only thing I ever got was a fucking that 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 nail is basically rotted and done because they uh, you know one of them bit me on accident, but nobody bit me because they knew um, we ain't gonna bite your ass. We are gonna just drag you. <laughs> well, they they weren't dragging me. They were fighting each other, and I'm grabbing onto uh, them, motherfuckers, t- and they just t- drag me around. And, uh, you know, people don't really know that story, but you know, I'm never, gonna, I wasn't going to tell it, but I got both knees. I've had to have, t- I had to have skin taken off my hamstrings, put on my kneecaps because it was when I came yeah. into the home, um, I came into the house after I finally got him fucking cause I was ready to snap bottom's neck. Um, that's just a true story. I was going to snap bottom's neck cause bottom doesn't know he's only a year old. He didn't know. He finally tasted it and wouldn't let go. Stogie was listening to me finally and let go. And I couldn't let Stogie get fucked up. So I was like, fuck it. I let go and let Stogie fight again. So Stogie finally got his win back and he was like, I'm going to fuck you up. And it became a huge, it was a big time pit bull fight, bro. I'm going to be honest. It was one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Well, uh, come to find out, I come in the house after I finally, so, you know, if you ever raise pits and know anything about them, you put them motherfuckers nose to nose after a fight. And what you want is them to kiss each other. And they did. They did. So I'm like, all right, you guys are sleeping together tonight again. And they did. They fucking slept together, homie, together. The next day, though, it was all internally issued. There was, there was Stogie had an internal neck issue. Um, Bonham had an internal fucking head issue. And I come in the house afterwards, though, and I, there's nothing but blood on, the, on my fucking hardwood. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't see any blood on the dogs. Well, my knees both were to the bone. Both my bone was sticking out on both kneecaps. So my mom comes over, she's a doctor, she's like, What the fuck are you doing? So she takes me to the emergency room and they literally have to take skin to graph. So what happened was that's why I left I left social media. I left everything for a few weeks. I was like, I'm done. But the bottom the bottom line is I came home after they put that skin on and it and, and and it happened to be on the kneecap right on the fucking bone and every time I walked it split open the skin again. So when was that, Coach? Huh? When was that? When did this happen? December tenthish. So that put Stokey uh, down. That put Stokey down, dog. I put Stokey down December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve. That's why I didn't even celebrate Christmas. So I didn't even do Christmas, dog. I'm be honest with you. I I was gonna, I was ready to get rid of all these motherfuckers. Like I, I was in a very fat, very very bad fucking spot. I I would I would have probably killed these motherfuckers or got rid of all of them. I had to really drink a lot and get the fuck away. And I was ready because I still had Bailey at the time. I still had. I still had a lot of them. I just got rid of Doughboy because Stogie was trying to kill him. All Stogie wanted to do, he was he was fucking tired of me and these other dogs. He just wanted me and him. So, in retrospect, regretful. If you want to talk about a regret, I have never I never try to regret anything. But at the end of the day, um, I wouldn't have did any of these dogs. I would have just kept Stogie by me and him and said, fuck everybody else. But uh, you can't do that. That's not real life. That shit happened for a reason. So, I mean, you got to move on.
1: Hey, Coach, I wanted to ask you, since we're talking about dogs, um, is it something with them being from the same litter that's a problem? Because, like, that little dog that you saw, I have another dog, Bone. He's, he's, he's right below my feet here. And they get into some vicious fights, but they're, they're brothers from the same litter. They don't look anything alike. But I have another dog, much younger. Like, he's the sweetest dog in the world. And when, when, he, when they, those two fight, he's like, hey, I'm not going anywhere near that. Nah, sure.
2: None of my dogs are from the same litter.
1: Yeah, so I was just so, curious
2: if that was Nah. Like it's that. just like a lion, dog. You know what the yeah. pol- This is the problem. Just so we know, this is the problem. I'm the alpha. Yeah, yeah. Stogie didn't really give a fuck. Me, <laughs> me and Stogie were alphas bolt. He feared. <laughs> he thought he was the same as me. But yeah. at the end of the day, he would he would listen and bow down, and he was very well, pretty much tamed and trained. But at the same time, if there was something cracking, he would be like, fuck you. And so that's why me and him fought so much, right? Sure, sure. Because I was not going to back down, and he wasn't going to back down. Well, Bonham right here is now the male alpha, but he 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 comes up to me and gets on all fours and crawls. He used to crawl at Stogie because he, he revered Stogie so much. But when you have Stogie alpha, me alpha, Bonham is a puppy growing up to be an alpha. And then you have Stogie's son, Doughboy, at the time. I have four alpha males sitting in here. And my boy that tells, my boy that's uh, the world famous trainer of dogs of pits, he goes, JB, I don't know how you had them for a year and a half and never had a problem. I'm telling you, I used to leave to Vegas, Tennessee. I go speak. I'd be gone for three, four days. They can go in and out of the garage. They had the whole backyard to themselves. I left them 30 pounds of dog food, three big. Horse troughs of water. They never had to worry. I never had a babysitter. They handled their cells. I never had a fight ever. In a year and a half of... I had eight fucking pit bulls living without being caged. And seemingly overnight, Stogie just said, you know what? Fuck you guys. And Stogie started to pick these motherfuckers off. And he started to try to kill his own son. Then he went after Bonham, and then he went after fucking Bailey, the girl alpha girl I had, who's Ash's mom, um, who I got rid of and sent her back to her original breeder. So like, it's been a fucked up deal. Like, you know, it's been a it's been a horrible deal. But it, at the end of the day, dog, it's like lions. That I don't know if you know, but the the alpha lion, the the male, he eats the son or the daughter or the fucking anything competitive. They eat them. They fight. They fight and they eat each other. So. It's what it is, dog. It's not a human. Like, we don't, they don't have, even though Stogie's the smartest dog I've ever seen in my life, um, you know, at the end of the day, he's like, fuck you guys. I'm, I, I just want JB. I just want JB. Like, I don't want nothing else. And that's just what yeah. it was. And, I, and that's my only looking back uh, retrospect. But at the same time, it's like, fuck, dude, I, I just didn't do it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah.
1: I also hear, Coach, you can't have more than one female in the house. That usually causes a lot of
2: problems. Nah, that's not an issue at all. I've I've had no. multiple females, never had a problem. It's multiple okay. males. Multiple males are the problem. you still favoritism too, Coach. Yeah, it is. Males are the problem, though, because the males are going to chase the pussy. And when that pussy becomes inflamed, these males all will fight <laughs> to the death. And... That's I the issue. Like I had That's so, what you know, too. I, just think about it. I had four males and two females. And every time the females came in heat, those males could have easily been it could have been a bloodbath here. I never had a problem, never had a fight, ever. And it's because Stogie was such the alpha, everybody was scared of Stogie that it controlled the whole environment. Until Bonham right here, who's now 150 fucking pounds, said, Fuck you, Stogie, for biting me in my face. I'm now a grown-up and I'm gonna fuck you up and that's what happened it it became a a tussle and it became I knew it was something up because Bonham started testing Stogie's dog food bowl and when that happened when that happened I knew I knew there was gonna be a fucking problem so um, I don't know I got this video right here watch this shit So that was a la that he looks exactly like his uh his son that I called Bourbon. He he went to uh, the head coach for I don't know if you know, the head coach um for the school Longwood that played the University of Tennessee yesterday. Um, the head baseball coach is who took Stogie's son. Uh, he bought Stogie's son. But uh yeah, so you know, it is what it is, dog. I can't I can't spill cry over spilled milk and shit. Um, but um, Yeah, but you can still be sad about it,
1: coach, hundred percent.
2: Oh yeah, 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 know, yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's good that you talked about it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Look at that guy. Yep. Hector, that looks like a baby stogie right there. That's so cute. There you go. <laughs> Ash. Fucking Ash right here doing some stogie shit right now. What up, Hector? What's going on? Man, chillin', man, chillin'. You?
0: It's, it, it's fascinating, um, like, hearing about all these dog things because, like, I've, I've seen all that myself with my, with my pit bull. And, like, it's crazy how even something about testing, their, if another dog just tries to eat from their bowl, that they snap. <laughs>
2: oh, Callie, Callie snaps at Ash every day. Like, it's crazy, yeah. Bad, like he snaps at her ass and runs her, runs his ass out the fucking bat, uh, garage. It's
0: it's crazy when like these instincts kick in because I had my dog since he was three months and out of nowhere when he started to hear noise outside, he'll start to growl. Um, it's crazy how like we don't teach them that. It's just it just kicks in when my stepdad will walk in the house with like anything that anything in his hands he'll he'll bark at him growl him check him it's crazy
2: (laughs) yeah it's It's, uh
5: hey coach man like like you i got a lot of black friends man and i always tell my black friends when they try to tell me the dogs don't like me i said no the dog knows you're scared have you experienced that do you think the dogs really don't like them or it's just they are just too damn scared
2: Yeah, you know, I grew up with brothers, man. I grew up with brothers, so I always clown brothers and shit fucking around because, you know, there's always the stereotype. Brothers don't like swimming. Brothers don't like dogs. Brothers don't like this. We always fuck around with each other, so I always talk shit. Um, But, you know, it's the crazy part about it is growing up in Compton, obviously in the 80s when it was all black, (laughs) there was nothing but pit bulls. That's all we had. There was not another dog in our neighborhood other than a pit bull. So... For cats that we grew up with to be scared, it was, it was, it was weird to me because I'm like, dog, you got you grew up with pit bulls and you're scared of these motherfuckers? So what it was was they were scared of any other dog outside of their own. And see, this is the cold part, man. I'm just be honest with you growing up in Lutus Park and, and, and probably the worst neighborhood in Compton in the 80s at the time. I had homies that used to cut the tip of the tongue off of, this, of the pit. So they would literally clip the tongue, dog, and they put, they put gunpowder in the dog food. So the dog would go to eat, bloody tongue and all. And the pain that the dog endured with the gunpowder in the dog food, it created a dog that nobody came around. So, right. you literally made a robocop. Um, in in a, in a matter of an, a, a couple of days, by clipping their tip of their tongue, gunpowder in their food, and I'm telling you, dog, when they bit that food, that motherfuckers went crazy. And you and I, dog, I'll be honest, even some of the owners I had do that shit that I knew did it would What's come home and have drama getting in. These dogs became so protective of their space. It wasn't even they didn't even give a fuck if you were the owner. And I was like, hell no, nah, I ain't doing that shit. I'm like, that's fucked up. But it, it, but see, people don't realize it. you're not a victim of your environment either. Like, this was in the 80s. Motherfuckers was robbing and killing folks in Compton like it was Vietnam. So What I missed, Cole? Huh? I missed
5: something.
2: What I missed? Oh, shit, I don't know. I didn't even know you left, homie. <laughs>
5: so what's, the real, what's, what's the point of clipping the tongue just to fuck with him and make him a savage or is there a? no
2: i mean it's like putting salt on a wound bro it's open wound and gunpowder just makes that shit so painful bro that it's 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 unbelievable pain it's unbelievable pain it's just like salting an open wound and and, and and you know and uh when you're trying to get something out of uh interrogation you know i'm sure jeremiah could tell you about that I mean it's just like that's what it is you cut the tip of the tongue it's open wound you give them gunpowder gunpowder is basically salt in a wound times 10 and those motherfuckers go crazy and it turns them into an instant asshole and they don't want to fuck with any other human being they won't let you near that gate bro they won't let you near the front door they won't let you near anything so you know it's all about the owner dog cause I'm just be honest with you to me pit bulls are the best dog in the world but nice. it's how you raise them. You can raise them to be the worst dog in the world. You can raise them to be the greatest dog in the world. Because they're by, nat- by nature, they are great with kids. And when you hear these stories, they bit a kid, they killed a kid. It's because you raise them to fuck up little dogs. You raise them to go after chickens or whatever. They're still a fucking dog. And they see something little and they grabbed it. And... They weren't raised around the little kid yet, and that's what the problem is. So, I don't know. Yeah, my friend has a
1: pit bull and brings it over to the house, and it's fine with our three little dogs. I'm never worried. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, they're
2: the yeah, best around it's... kids. Like I said, I had a 240-pound dog named Trouble. All he did was sit oh He sat there. When I bring my daughter in, my daughter was six months old on, and my daughter would walk, crawl around and walk around finally, and Trouble would literally cut off my homeboys and sit in front of them they literally would just cut, he would cut him off and sit in front. He wasn't aggressive. He wasn't attacking nobody. He wasn't doing anything. He just always sat in front of my daughter, wherever she moved, he would cut her off and keep her from my boys and her. It was unbelievable. I never seen nothing like it. And that's when I knew they're the best dogs in the world. I was like, these motherfuckers are special. And then you got, you got, you got a dog. Who's a, who's a natural hunter, killer, protector, who has web feet? People don't know pit bulls have web feet, so they can swim like no other. But see, people don't realize that yep. they don't know that. They also can climb a fucking tree. See, and yep. they can jump out the gym. There is no more athletic, greater dog than a pit bull. I'm just telling you. It's just a matter of how you control it and teach it and raise it or rear it, as they say. Um, you know, that's just kind of that's just the truth of it all. Like. I, you, this is the thing. You 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 know, it's like a Robocop. You you want them on your side, and you don't want to go against them.
0: Coach, bu- coach, bullies are are tough though because you can also have like the best owner in the world, but these dog like these dogs are so strong that they might not be able to really walk them, and if they're neutered or not, they might be wanting to mark everything. They get ag- uh, other dogs get aggressive. Uh, with my pit bull because he's not neutered, so it's it's a really tough dog to train. But they're the they're the best.
2: See, I'm I'm the opposite. I, they're the easiest dog to train for me. Like. They're so smart. Their brains are obviously bigger than any other brain, any any other dog head. They're you know obviously I don't know if you know bigger brains, a bigger head's bigger brains, bigger brains smarter. <laughs> That's just how it, world the world. It, it, I, if you look at a shark, the shark is the dumbest fucking thing in the in the in, in the earth and the water. A dolphin, a dolphin's brain is like ten times larger than a shark's brain. A shark's brain's like this big. And pe- people don't realize that. They don't have really any head. Everything's flattened out, and their fucking brain is this big. A dolphin's brain is the same as ours.
5: and But them sharks is monsters. though.
2: Yeah, but they don't know. They're dumb as a rock. They're just fucking going after whatever. Now, a dolphin understands. Now, go up a stage to an orca whale. Them motherfuckers, some people think, could be smarter than us. So... Yep. There's some shit out there, but it's all mammals. They're all mammals, by the way. Um, we have those up in Alaska.
1: You can see them if you go out fishing in the ocean.
2: Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I was living my condo in Long Beach right here in Southern California. I had a condo right on the water. I'd go out there and barbecue steak and just chill out there, smoke a cigar. There was a family. There was a mom and a dad orca. They would bring their young in. And this is unprecedented. You've never seen it in Long Beach. They'd bring in their kids. They had a few kids. They'd bring them in and they they knew they would eat all the fucking like uh sardines in the shallows and they would they were teaching them how to eat yep. dog I swear to god out so I used to film that shit I used to, there, this was back in oh shit 8 9 10 so it wasn't a lot of social media shit but I used to try to film it on my shitty phone it was such bad quality at that time flip phone I had a flip phone <laughs> so um they, dog, there was a cat in there that used to go up and down cuz there was no waves where I lived in Long Beach. They took the breakwater. They put breakwater in and there was no waves coming in. So um these motherfuckers would walk, go around all over and there was this dude that used to kayak in the in the shallows. He would just fuck around and kayak this motherfucker, these motherfuckers would fuck with this dude in the kayak and he was so fucking scared. And I was just telling him, I'm like, dude, just sit down. I'm on my deck because my deck is on the sand. I'm like, sit down, <laughs> homie. He would get up and was so scared and he fucking, he rocked his shit. And in a kayak, you fall over easy. This motherfucker fell in the water, dog. And yeah, man. dog, there's, luckily there was a lifeguard on, on stage the, 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 the mom and the dad orca were circling this motherfucker and the kayak. He was in the water. And by the way, he was on his back and he was catatonic. He was knocked out. He he fainted. He fainted as he hit the water. He was so scared. He fainted. The fucking lifeguard got him and saved him. They they still had to resuscitate him from water in his lungs. They saved him. He had no brain damage, nothing. It was a big story in Long Beach for a while. But the fucking orcas circled this motherfucker and when the lifeguards hit the water, these two motherfuckers went from circling to like this and sat there at the lifeguard and was like, what the fuck you going to do? Homie, I, it could have been an ugly situation. <laughs> like these motherfuckers would have ate the dude and ate the fucking lifeguard. Like I was, I was like, dude, there ain't no fucking with no orca. I don't give a fuck. Anything on this earth, orca to me, Unless there's a Megalodon fucking around sitting out there, the orca runs the world. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Yeah, they'll take down whales. They'll take down, like, uh, blue whales. Apex Predator. No, they kill gray whites. They kill gray whites all day.
5: All day. Well, fuck it. He had a reason to be scared. Yeah. And the only thing that kills orcas is people.
2: Oh, I know. It's Japanese motherfuckers. Uh... I'm going to end this story. I'm going to end the show. I'll see you guys Monday for Merciless Monday. Man, I appreciate you guys coming on YouTube. Thanks. Shout out to Sarah Blake and her story. And I'll see you guys Monday for Merciless Monday. Uh, Remember, it's going to 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. East Coast. We're going to try it out and see how it goes. I'll holler at you guys on Monday.
3: Hi, Pete. Yeah, yeah.